Coach Deb. Hi. Hello, Coach Deb, and welcome to the 100th episode of Pat's Podcast. Uh, and that, you that's sound a joke. all jaggered. I sound all jaggered? Uh-oh. Is it getting any better? Oh, let me try this. Is that any better? Um, no, I don't hear you. Like, you sound all jaggered. Huh. Uh, all right. Let me try it again, okay? Because if I don't sound good to you, it's weird because you sound fine. And I know I sound wonderful, but all right. I'm going to stop and we'll try again. You're going to try again? Yeah. So do I hear Can you not recording? hear me at all? Yeah, yeah. I'll just, but I'll just stop it and delete yeah, that. It sounds really bad. Oh, all right. That's weird because you oh, sound now perfect. You now you sound great. Okay. You got through it. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's going to make for a very interesting first minute of the podcast. And if I knew how to edit these, I'd... it's okay. I'll be the one who sounds crazy, not you. Okay. Great. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Pat's podcast. And uh, let me start by saying congratulations on, I don't know how many state championship this is, but I know this is back-to-back state championships for you and the team, correct? Yes, it is. It is. Okay, now I'm going to ask you an awkward question. How many state championships have you won as a coach? So that was number seven. Number seven? Yeah. Wow. That is that is more amazing than I would have thought. Ah. That's very impressive. Well, we, uh, had, we, had a, we had a really quick start, you know, when I was Debbie Sylvia. It was uh, four and seven <laughs> years. So, you know. If, I, three, if I call you Debbie Sylvia, please forgive me because that is that yeah. is how I grew up you so i apologize but uh go on it was how many in seven years so it was uh four in seven years yeah and wow. then there was a 16 year drought uh, when i got married and had four kids and then 2010 <laughs> was one and then there was a nine Wait, year I drought. Just, are you blaming the children for the drought um, or is that the, just the focus was definitely uh jagged yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, all right. That's my favorite quote of the podcast. I'm going to write that <laughs> down right there. Good. I hope they listen and they know what they've called the town. I know, right? <laughs> there was a lot of runner-ups and final four visits, but never, never the the whole thing. So. Yeah, I I can't really remember a time when you guys were not at least close to uh, or playoff bound. Yeah, that was kind of the plan every year. So you know fortunate to be amongst so many great you know student athletes so yes i understand that and but i have to say uh as an outside observer of Uh-oh. this because You're going Tegan again. Did not... oh no um oh, hmm. any luck now uh you're still sounding like a robot that's cool oh nope now you're back now you're back all right. Well, if it goes bad again, let me know and, and okay. we'll uh, we'll up and try to figure that out. But and I'll see if on the playback it sounds bad. But okay. um, one of the things that I find most impressive about you as a coach, and I, I know this is exactly what you want to hear, but it's the sense of community that you develop within the field hockey program, because I know that there's a vibrant young field hockey program there's a vibrant middle school field hockey program and no offense coach Jeb, i think that's a reflection on you but can you comment on how important that 
aspect of it is to you, the community part? Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite part for sure. Um, it's a lot of alumni, um, you know, girls that played for me back in the early 90s you know, coming back to town and, you know, just getting involved. And, you know, in 2010, when we, we got the turf field, you know, that really took our program to a different level. We were able to do so much more with the younger kids. And Coach Kerry Withy Valentine um, is really to blame for all that success because <laughs> here she is with two sons and no daughters and still loving field hockey and not having the schedule working in Central Falls to be part of the high school program. So she spent, has spent her weekends and, um, you know, other periods just investing in all the girls um, and has set up quite the program. So it's really all her. It is, it is amazing. And it is amazing the amount of young women that are involved in it. I mean, the numbers are just because I'm involved in the other sports and the numbers keep declining. Well, it seems like field hockey, if not holding steady, seems to be growing. Well, you know, at times and I've it's... always thought like, oh, I wish guys would play field hockey. They'd have a better appreciation for it. You know, in every other country, you know, guys play field hockey, you know, when they're three, like when they start soccer here. And it really, you know, and then I started thinking, well, it really is just becomes like a girl thing. And, you know, confidence becomes an issue trying to be as, you know, competitive as the boys and they play at such a faster rate, no matter what's what sport it is. So I think because it's mm -hmm. our little group of women, um, it's a little easier for the girls to let their guard down and, and go for it. Well, I know that every girl that I've talked to about it has been in love with the program, in love with what you guys do and very excited about it. Well, which that's is great to hear. Just yeah. 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 I mean, we have a lot of traditions yeah. and they just date back from, when I played and, you know, I was a 21 year old coach when I started. So, you know, I was very enthusiastic and we've kept some of these traditions going and it's just a kind of a rite of passage and just becomes such a, such more than a sport, you know, these different traditions that we have. So. Now one, one tradition that you may not be aware of that I took part in, I <laughs> was a soccer player at the high school and we used to play a game versus the field hockey team where we would play a half Soccer and a half field hockey. I do remember that and at Cole. This is my, this is my main complaint about that. <laughs> are there left-handed field hockey sticks? There are not. There are not. Actually, I just taught um, taught field hockey in PE this year. The first time, you know, since Miss Manja Capra taught it to me when I was in middle school. Um, <laughs> and the boys love it. But that is the number one complaint, that there is only one stick. And it's for lefties and righties. And it's meant to play it on the right side of your body but there are some lefty skills, but there's not a lefty stick. Yeah. Do you have girls on the team that are left-handed? Yeah. Or left -hand my, cap my captain this year, Bella Chambers is left-handed. Yep. So. And what does she do? Does she play right-handed? Yeah. You just adapt to it. Yeah. There was a girl from East Greenwich that went on to play in college and she, um, she played lefty, but with the righty stick, but she held her, her um, right hand at the top and used it like a lefty stick. Um, yeah, she was, she never came through our school system. So I'm not really even sure what her name is, but she got national attention for it. Yeah. But Holy man. Like I've done, that was literally the extent of my field hockey playing <laughs> other than my sister used to hit the ball at me to practice. That's but, right. I played with your it, sister. Yes, it was. Well, I used to play goalie for her. They there would put go. the couch pad on me and then hit the ball at me. <laughs> Awesome. I don't think that was a very good experience, but <laughs> good it's for the so sisters, hard. <laughs> she yeah. seemed to enjoy it. 
I'm sure it's so hard. It's so hard to do naturally and then to be able to switch. I just, I couldn't even fathom doing that because all the only comparison I have is to try to bat right-handed and I don't think I would ever hit the ball. So I don't know how it is kind of that same swing though, but so you'll be happy to know that we brought back that tradition this year. And on Sunday after the championship game on the Saturday, we did play the helmet mafia, which my son Jack is a part of the cheering section. Um, and they were dying to play us all year. And I said, you can play us when the season's oh, over. So they showed up Sunday me. morning and it was a three, two overtime victory by the lady Avengers, but they were getting better and better. They were really starting to get the hang of it. So it, was- it is a fascinating game to play. I will say that, but I'm terrible. So. Well, you got you got to you got to stick with it. That's one of our uh, one of our sayings. You know, stick with. <laughs> we'll we'll start a men's over fifty league, there and I will sign up. I that would know. I think that would be very popular. The boys would be good so fast; they'd catch on, and it, and like I said, it would be such a different speed, and we would look so much slower. So it's worked out, you know, <laughs> having it just be a girls' sport in in Rhode Island and in most of the country. Yeah, that's an interesting point about allowing the young girls the the freedom to to have saving to have it as their own is sort of exclusive, but a chance to get good at something outside of that dynamic. Yeah, of having the boys around and watching and yeah, because huh. you know any sports know. fan can tell you the girls' game, you know, basketball or soccer or lacrosse is is totally different. You know, you can appreciate both, but you know, a lot of times the boys' game is faster and. You know, in basketball, they play above the rim, so it's more exciting to a lot of people. And so it's nice not having that comparison, but it took me a while to learn that because I always, like, you know, wanted the boys to appreciate it, which, you know, was hard to sell. This boy very much appreciated it (laughs) because I watched that girl score the goal in the championship game. And I was thinking if no one else was there and you just gave it to me and said, do what she did without actual defense, I couldn't do it a hundred. If you gave me a hundred opportunities, I could not do that. Well, you know, so in coaching we'll- the sport and I don't want to take anything away from all the athletes that I've coached, but Alex definitely has a, a gift um, to read the defense, to know exactly what to do in every situation. Um, that play was unbelievably perfect. <laughs> And it really starts out by a really good defensive play by another forward, Bella Adelaide. Um, she double teams that the other, the, LaSalle is going into our circle. So they're going to get a shot on goal. Bella Adelaide as a forward kind of tackles back, takes the ball away from LaSalle and then feeds it off to Alex. And then she goes 75 yards. So I have to give Bella Adelaide a lot of credit on that one too. 75 yard assist. <laughs> I w- yeah, I wish that had been shown also because that sounds just as impressive because I couldn't do any of it. But <laughs> did you, when that play began to develop, did you think she was going to be able to go the entire distance and shoot? Like, have has yeah. she done that before? So we practiced the overtime quite a few times the last few weeks of the season um, because, you know, if it ends in a tie, we take players off the field. So our game is 10 field players and a goalie. In overtime, it's six okay. field players and a goalie. So it's 7 v 7. So every time we practice that at practice, Alex gets those opportunities and usually scores. So I have to say, I liked her chances and I'm, you know, I'm not kidding. Like she's, and she's, she just gets faster and faster as, uh, as the, the time goes on. So. It was, it was truly incredible just to see 
And the the other group, and, and this is all due credit to the other team. I mean, they were actually playing very hard defense and chasing her down, but she outran everybody and then buried the ball. And it was just, it was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, she really read the goalie. So here she is. She just dribbled like, you know, 70 yards. And then she's got to get by the goalie. And, you know, she's probably pretty gassed at this point, but maybe not really because of the adrenaline rush. But so then, you know, if the goalie comes at her, which most goalies will, she'll pull around her. But the goalie just kind of stayed and she just saw the corner. And Alex, another thing about her is like she never shoots at the goalie. Like most girls and some guys, like they shoot at the goalie. They see the target being the goalie. Like in practice or yeah. in games, Alex shoots at the goal. Like she shoots at the corners or where, whatever's open. So it was amazing. Yeah, it was very fun. It was amazing. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to talk more about you to embarrass you. Oh, great. What sports did you play in high school? So, funny story is, you know, I played soccer with the boys, you know, in middle school in the town league. Um, and they didn't have field hockey. Um, they, sorry, they didn't have soccer for girls at the high school. So I lived near Cole and that's where we played. Um, the high school didn't have a field. You remember you as a soccer player, right? You played it at Cole also. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to play my freshman year, even though Miss M taught me field hockey and I thought it was pretty fun in PE, but you know, I found out they wore skirts. Like I'm a tomboy. I'm not wearing a skirt to play a sport. So um, I didn't play my freshman year and I'd go to Cole with my soccer ball and kick against the backstop and I'm watching them practice. And I'm like, that game looks really fun. So sophomore year, I tried out and, and made the team and then really fell in love with it. So, and then I also played basketball and softball. So. Wow. And you're a member of the Hall of Fame, East Greenwich Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yep. That was nice. When did that happen? I think that happened in 94. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. So that wasn't, was that related to coaching at all? Or was that because of your athletics, because uh, um, of you as a player? Well, I just, like, we had just won a few championships. And then I think as a player, too. Yeah, because wow. we won in 89 and 91 and 92 and 94. So. That. Can you put in a word for me? Because I, <laughs> I played soccer that year. Can, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can get you in. Sure. <laughs> is, that, is that how it's done you just need to be nominated yeah it was a whole hmm. process i'm on the board now actually and um you know I've, this year we didn't get to induct our class officially because of covid but um yeah there's a nomination process we have a website linked yep. up to the school egsd website and uh yeah you can nominate someone get your get your brother to nominate you if you see a nomination <laughs> that comes from pat crystal it's not me okay it's somebody else okay yeah, I, I take a look at it. Yeah, but I, I have a lot of fans out there that have the exact same name oh, as me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that, would be, that would be the saddest thing, actually, when you guys see the nomination coming from me and then looking back at my <laughs> high school illustrious soccer career. I'm sure. So, what was the thing about coaching in this in this atmosphere in the COVID stuff? So, I tell you, you know, sometimes after teaching a full day of middle school PE. Um, you know, kind of dragging at the, at the, at the practice hour. And um, there was something about this season that I, I was never, you know, I was always looking forward to it. Like I couldn't wait for practice. And I think the girls felt the same way, you know, some of them weren't in school that day. So that's different. Right. So they're, you know, they're hybrid. So it's yeah. their day off and then they come to practice. It just seemed like they were so happy to be there because they didn't just get to hang out with the people on their half of the alphabet. Um, 
you know, they got to hang out with all their, their friends and their teammates. And, you know, they just worked really hard. They just, I don't know, the respect was there. I think everyone was just ready to go, you know, had so much energy and, you know, was never, never had a down day. It was always a high energy at practice and a high level of play. And you know, they just pushed each other. So, you know, what was supposed to be a rebuilding year, losing 10 seniors last year, became something like we got better and better every day. So it was really fun. So how many seniors did you have this year? We had seven. Yeah, oh, so man. we still have a lot. So you're going to be Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, that's and then now you... normal, like five to seven a year. Um, but 10 was a lot, especially because they all played, like all 10 seniors were in the lineup. Well, that would seem to be most of the team yeah. based on the math yeah. there. They didn't all start, <laughs> but they all played on a regular basis, you know? So. Yeah, that's a, that's a good chunk of the squad. Yeah. There. So we didn't know what was uh, going to happen this year. And, you know, we started filling in the pieces. And, you know, we, we had two freshmen on the team again. Like last year, we had two freshmen and Jillian Pryor and Alex, you know, that started, you know, both Neville uh, sisters played a lot this year. Um, oh, so don't get me started on them. <laughs> I've coached those two enough to know that. Oh, yeah, boy. they're competitive. No, they're I love competitive. They understand sports. Oh, God. So <laughs> you don't have to tell them anything twice, which is that- kind of nice. Yeah, that is an understatement to say that the <laughs> Neville girls are competitive. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah we, like, we like competitors and athletes. They usually do very well in field hockey, so it's good. Well, good. And what, it, what is – I know it's too early to begin thinking about next year, but do you think you guys will be competitive again? I do, I do. I'm looking forward to next year a lot. Yeah, our, our, um, our younger kids, our sophomores, our freshmen, the eighth grade class is strong, so um, – then we'll have some good leadership from our new seniors. So, no, it's all good. Looking forward to it very much. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, can you tell when they're in, when you're teaching them that they would be good at field hockey? Well, you know, you know, from Tegan's experience down at Cole, I mean, you know, I, I try to get all the <laughs> girls to play. Um, taking nothing away from other sports, I really don't. Um, but, you know, if they look like they are, they're athletic and fast and competitive, you know, I, kind of put it in their air that field hockey would be fun for them. Um, but, you know. Yeah, because, well, I mean, it sort of, it does sell itself. I mean, you're tremendously successful at it and it's a fun game to play. So it's not, I, I don't think you're twisting yeah. any arms to say, hey, why don't you give this a look? Definitely not twisting any arms, but, you and know, it, girls like to do what they're comfortable with. Um, it's hard to try something new. So, if you know, and because of the youth program, sometimes that works against us because they're like, Oh, I've never played field hockey. Well, it's like, yeah, you're in seventh grade. That used to be when we start. Um, but now, you know, we have kids who have been playing since third grade. So they feel a little a little hesitant to start something new when someone else is very good. So but the, the kids that are yeah. really athletic well, catch up really quick. So but they just gotta be worth, you know, be willing to give it a try, which sometimes is hard. Yeah, I would not do it. <laughs> I would be scared, but that's just me. <laughs> the type of person I am, but um, well, I have to say again, congratulations. I know that you're on you're on Block Island, so you're not uh, wanting to talk to me all night. But if you want to say anything wonderful about my hair, now would be the opportunity. You know, I've noticed at a very young like age, Pat, because I've you know known you for a very young age in your family. Um, you know, you yeah. always did have really nice hair. It really, you know, it was different than all the other Bristols, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was not red and it yeah. yeah 
Yeah, and it was always shaped in a very handsome bowl. You know what? You got to use so, your resources. If you have a bowl that, in the house, you know, you got to go with it. If you got you gotta it, go with it. Yeah, as the as the youngest of six, we weren't going to the the high end salon. Yeah, and you had a lot of sisters. That's a lot, a lot of influence there. Yeah, mm -hmm. they take turns cutting. Did they take that turns cutting cool. your hair around the bowl? Oh, it was always done out of out okay. of the house. You can't you can't do okay. that at home. I mean, come on. All right. Yeah. This is this there is the money maker now. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, actually. But all right. Well, I want to say thank you very much. I want to say again, I, I think what you do is incredible. And I know you will downplay it and give credit to others. And I'm sure they deserve that credit. But as a member of the community, I want to say thank you for having such a strong and vibrant program. Well, I really do love it. And there are so many people that do so much for us. It's a, I was saying to the team, it's a big puzzle and there's so many pieces and without any one piece, it would be, you know, extremely different. So I appreciate everybody involved. And, you know, one thing I don't want to do is let the seniors be overlooked. You know, those seven seniors that we had this year, because, you know, when you get labeled a rebuilding year, um, I really give them credit for never feeling that way and, and leading us to the championship. Yeah, that I mean, it's a it, yes to graduate that many girls that played consistently and then to win the state championship, especially with everything going on, in my mind, makes it even more yeah. impressive. So obviously, kudos it was to definitely them. Special. This is yep. a question. This is a question I forgot to ask okay. you as a coach. Who do you admire as another coach? Hmm. Who do I admire as another coach? I know you like Artie oh, Kershaw. Gosh. Love Artie and he Kershaw. Was, he was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he used to make fun of me constantly. So I love Coach Kershaw I also. Say, I love any coach that holds he, the athletes to a high standard because I feel like, you know, if you raise the bar, the kids reach it. And especially our kids here in East Greenwich, you know, the more you raise the bar, the higher they, the higher, the more they work. And I just, I love it. I love when, you know, the coach is invested and willing to do extra. And, you know, we have a lot of coaches like that here in East Greenwich. And I just think, you know, if you hold the kids to a high standard and make them accountable, really good things happen. So any coach that does that, I have a lot of respect for. I, I agree. And it was obviously it was a very yeah. successful uh, fall. So I, I yeah. think everything's looking Everything's up. looking great. We just got to make sure we have the winter sports. Um you know, I really and I think yeah. our government is is on board with knowing how important schools and athletics are to these kids. And it is it's just not fair to 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 end it and cancel things. I get postponing, I get delaying, but we have to be creative and make sure that it happens for sure. Yeah, especially for the seniors, because this is going to be some kids. last Yeah, chance my to son play Jack is a senior, so I mean, it really, you know, I would hold it as a really high, high thing anyways, at, at like high priority, but with him being a senior, you know, he, um, you know, just lost his football season and hopefully they're going to play it in March, but we're really, our fingers are crossed mm -hmm. and crossed again for the basketball season. It's really his favorite sport and what keeps him busy in the winter and keeps the, you know, the kids all together. So I really, uh, have they, have they said anything about the plan yeah, one way yeah. or the other? It or is it just like work? December like 11th, I think they're going to be able to start officially practicing. Um, so they might have a couple of oh. weeks of doing things on their own, maybe, um, which is tough if it gets cold. But um, and then after the holiday break, I think they're going to get right into games is the plan. But that's off the record. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, no, no. But when you say that it's going to get, are they doing well, it outside? I mean, they were going to like, if the kids were going to work out, like I was telling Jack, like they got to oh, run. Okay, like, that basketball, you got to be in good shape. And I think that's why we were successful. My girls, they were in good shape. We were a really good second half team this year. Um, you know, and playing with a mask on, these kids are going to have to adjust to that. And a gym is going to be a lot different. So, you know, they could definitely at least do that yeah. to get in shape, no matter how cold it is. So. Yeah, I made fun of Tegan whenever she said how hard it was to play in the mask. And then I played an adult <laughs> soccer game where yeah. I played goalie and stood in the goal and moved about two feet. And I felt like I had one of those it's, aliens on my face that was it's rough. To... The girls really like the medical. Yeah. Masks. I think they are the best, like as far as breathing goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I teach PE in a mask and trying to do exercises and talk at the same time and wear a mask is really hard. So it's definitely challenging. You're just coaching the kids coaching the kids in a mat like just yell like when you have to yell at someone yeah. it's like do you mean encourage like, you have you a washcloth on your face hat? we don't yell at these children of course. When you, yeah, well i mean <laughs> encourage them from a long distance yeah. away you, you've obviously never seen me coach because what i mean is just scream <laughs> your head off so i imagine it's very difficult that was my strong suit i'm very loud the coaching voices are very important yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing, but man, can I coach? All right. All right. Well, I'm going to okay. let you go and I am going to thank you for your time. And I'm going to say, I hope the winter sports happen too. Although I think basketball is probably the worst sport in the world because I'm, I was always five foot two, so I'm horrible, <laughs> but I hope that they have it. And I hope you guys have tremendous success in the fall or uh, yeah, the spring I also. I, I hope they just and keep, I hope it, keep it rolling it's a good place for kids. And, you know, if you have to take a break or whatever, but, um, you know. Yeah. And it seems like the one place you can say to the kid, Hey, yeah. behave. So yeah. yeah, it would seem like, yeah, let's hopefully get it done. They will. well, thank you. This was very fun. I appreciate All right. you thinking of me. Thank you very well. It's hard not to thank you very much for your time and, uh, your continued All right. success. All right. Good have luck. Good night. Thanks. Deb. Bye-bye. You too.